2: What's up y'all? You tuned in, uh-huh, to Queenside, yeah, with your host, Cool Giselle, uh-huh. The queen, better know it. Hey, you're now rockin' with Giselle the Queen. Yet yeah. the wisdom of the elder still connects with the team. Uh-huh. Watch her, keep the attention of everyone else in between. Easy to say, hey, she's doing a thing. Better believe it, baby. She's gonna make you feel love if you are alone. Uh-huh. If you wanna ask a question, dial her up on the phone. Okay. All the men they respect her all the females dreams to be a woman, just like her. She's Giselle, the queen. Talk about it. She's all about the community. And all she wants to do is see a little unity She's trying to make a better world out there for you and me okay. And this is how I reply when they ask me who is yeah. she Giselle The Queen You're now rocking with the best huh? Giselle The Queen Now, rocking with the best. Hey,
3: hello, everybody. Hello, this is your girl, Giselle. Welcome to this week's edition of Queen Size with Giselle. Today is, what is today? Today is Thursday, May the 12th, 2016. Seems like the days and nights are running together for Queen. Um, but I do thank you all for tuning in um, tonight. We have a very special guest that's going to be coming on in a few minutes, Miss Blossom Rogers. And she talks about her one in book from Under a Bridge, her foundation that she's starting, um, her recovery um, chapters that she's um, starting um, in Alabama, um, as well as our musical guest, and we're going to be talking about bullying with children. Oh, my goodness, there's so many things that have occurred. A hot topic tonight is about Children. That are being bullied and the road that it leads them to. Um, if, you, if you don't recall, um, maybe a week or so ago, um, rest in peace, Amy. Amy um, was a young lady who was bullied in her uh, school. Uh, she was in the bathroom, and several people, they um, berated her. They um, bullied her, and it got to the point where the young lady ended up dying um, because she was um, – Constantly harassed and and put into a corner, um, you have to understand and know that these things are occurring more often than they should. Um, a lot of times in our schools, I know going up, a lot of you know everybody they say everybody gets teased, everybody gets picked on, um, and that's just a part of nature. But is it really a part of nature, or is it just something that should not occur? And I, and I'm going to have to say it, it just should not occur. You have to teach your children it's not okay to go to school and to harass other children. It's not okay for your children to go to school and and beat up the little kids, take their money. That's not okay. It's nothing okay about that. There was a once upon a time that we could be able to control this. Now what has happened in our society where well, it has gotten so out of control that it's no longer called teasing anymore. It's no longer called picking on the the child anymore. It is bullying. It is harassment. It is and it's often leading to death. Why is this occurring. So what we're gonna do is, you know, we have a power hour, we gotta get it in. Um we're gonna go ahead and bring on um Blossom Rogers. We're gonna bring her on and we're gonna talk about this hot topic and talk about where this leads our children. Blossom, welcome to Queen Size. Hey girl, how you doing? I am. I am I am <laughs> Well, God be the glory. Yes, it's good to hear yes. your voice. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, um, I'm very, very fortunate and very blessed to have you here um, tonight. Now, Hot Topic Blossom is going to, we're talking about bullying um, in our schools and the role that bullying leads these children down. Um, how, when you were growing up, were you ever exposed to bullying or were you ever teased or anything like that in school?
4: Girl, yeah, I was a small one at the bunch. So, you know, I always got beat up a lot coming up. Um, When somebody said it was going to beat me up, I would ask the teacher, can I go to the bathroom before school turned out, and I would run all the way home. But it's not like how it used to be when I was coming up. You know, we, we fought as kids, but about an hour later, we was back friends. It's not like how it is now, you know. Um, and then you have to realize, too, that's the trick of the enemy uh, when you have to go with that's what anybody, if somebody's trying to make somebody look belittled, they just try to make themselves look big, you know, so that, that's what it is. Right. And then it also starts at home, too. You know what I'm saying? Um, you don't yeah, know I- what the person or the child is going through at home. So if they don't have any control at home, when they come on the outside, if the first person that they can find that they can get over on, they're going to take it out on them. It's not really that they're a bully person. They just don't want, they're getting beat up probably at home. You know what I'm saying? Like with me coming up, you know, being um, molested, you know, we couldn't talk about that kind of stuff coming up. You know what I'm saying? So that's what was happening at home for me. So instead of me, coming out the house and bullying people, I want to make people laugh because I felt if I made you laugh, you'll like me and you'll want to be around me. Now, it's, if they're going through something at home, they want to come out and beat up, beat up on the next person instead of the actual person that's actually doing this stuff to them. I think that's, that's what's really going on.
3: That's a profound statement that you're making. Um, yeah. I, I am just floored at how many cases that have occurred um, with children are that they're, they're being killed. You know, I, I mean, you, I, I didn't experience firsthand being bullied in school, and I wasn't a bully. I was normally the one that said, hey, you're not going to pick on that, leave that person alone. You're not going to do that. And I have seen, you know, people tried, of course, to try to tease me or try to, you know, pick out some flaw that I have and try to tease me or whatever. And But I never would let it get to me to the point where, you know, I would turn to something else. I see a lot of children, um, you see cases where they turn to drugs and alcohol as an outlet because they have no one to talk to. They have nothing to... You know, relate to because their peers have pretty much ousted them outside. So now they go through a period of depression. They they turn right. the drug to drugs, alcohol, and they go through this imbalance in their life, thinking that this is the way it should go. And then we have the sector of children that come back and they want to shoot up the schools. They want to kill. They want they they want to do all these things because, like you said, they are. Obsc- set at the wrong person. What,
4: Right. Yeah. Um, It's something going on at home. And, you know, when I was coming up, if you did something in the street, the next door neighbor used to beat the brakes off of you. Then your grandmama came from across town to beat you. Then when mama came home, you got beaten. You'd be like, how many beatings do I have to give? But nowadays, if you hit somebody's child, you're going to have to fight the whole family across town, west town, I mean, from city to city, so it's a different uh, generation that's coming up, you know what I'm saying, so, but it all starts at home, you know, um, a, a lot of them don't have father's death, so the mother got to work double to make sure that the kids are being taken care of, so it's the kids raising the kids, you know what I'm saying, so, right. then you having babies, having babies, so, it's a new generation, you know what I'm saying? So it. It takes people like how you're talking about the subject. Keep it known. Don't sugarcoat it or try to uh, brush it up under the rug. Talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Like with me, if I could have talked about my molestation, I probably wouldn't have went down the road that I did. But, you know, we just as sick sick as our secret. So it's a blessing that you're being able to talk about this today, and I pray that it reaches somebody um, and touches somebody's heart tonight.
3: Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, with these things that are occurring at school, because they occur 99% of the time at school, now, when they're in the neighborhoods, of course, the children are, at times, their home is the safe haven because they can go inside and not worry about it. So what is the responsibility that you think that teachers or educators have to these children that are being bullied, because I I personally don't think that it just starts one day and nobody really notices it, and then the next day it's, it's, you know, this big thing that comes out. I think it's something that's long-term. So what do you think is your responsibility?
4: One thing is with anything in life, whatever we uh, choose to do in life as far as work, we have to know that we got to love it because we'll put our heart into it. These teachers are overworked and underpaid, and then they got to come in here and deal with these children that want to talk back to them, spit at them. Some of them you're scared of because, you know what I'm saying, because they know the reputation that that child has. Um, myself, coming from Miami, you know, they, they they have the security guards and all that, but they still have violence going on in school. It's, like I said, it just it starts from at home, you know, People Brian. think that everything is cute that a child does, you know, when they can uh, dance real good and all that kind. Of, that's not cute because when they get up to a certain size, they're gonna embarrass you. That's what. That's why they got so much of problems going on in the schools today. You know, so it starts right back at home. It it, it starts back at home. So when when you take, I know when, when my mom took us out somewhere, we knew not to touch nothing. We knew not to beg for nothing. Okay. We knew not to look in nobody's mouth while they're talking. You know what I'm saying even though Woo-hoo! I Damn. went through what I went through with the molestation and everything, but I also was part whatever state, whatever happens in the house stays in the house, so if the the upbringing in the household is dysfunctional, everything else is if if adam and Eve family was was messed up, everybody else's own family is gonna be messed up, so it it just starts back, and then you, everybody's not on the same level. I don't care how old we might be. But mentally, everybody's not on the same level. I've seen some fifty years old that act like they twelve, but I've seen some twelve act like they fifty. So it just goes by the mentality. You know what I'm saying? Because now you got children raising children. You know what I'm saying? So,
3: That's, like that I is, said, it's all ahead. back at home. If you can but see the one teachers, thing. go ahead, go ahead. What well,
4: was? If the teachers could have more backup, um. Because half of them are scared of the kids. You know, you, you look at some of the children that come in there with the pants hanging down and they're cussing and, and all that kind of stuff. They're about scared. They, they just want to put them, let them go through lunch. I mean, ring the bell, let them go through lunch, go through rec, and then go home. They they, they want to make sure they get home safe to their family. So, like I said, the teachers can only do so much. Because if you call and say, Miss Wilson, Junior did such, such, such. Miss Wilson probably going to cuss you out and say Junior didn't do it. So, you know, you got a lot of that stuff going on right.
3: too. Right. That That is true. A lot of people do live in denial that their children yeah. are the cause of certain situations. Now, if you could see one thing come back to the school systems to help prevent this bullying, what would it be?
4: Um, putting prayer back in schools.
3: And, I mean, we had to, yeah, we we that we had to be say beautiful. the pledge.
4: Yeah, <laughs> we had to um say the pledge of allegiance and we had to pray in school. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and,
3: yeah, yeah.
4: They, everybody stood up. I'm blind cripple crazy. You stood up and said the pledge of allegiance and you prayed. Um, but like I said, the times have changed and it just all goes back to what's going on at home because like I said with me going through the molestation at home by me keeping that dark secret um, I lashed out at times but I knew not to do it too much So my mom and my grandma didn't play the radio they, they just ticked top your head off and put some sense in there and flip the head back on but um, it, like I said if you got a secret that you're holding on you want to lash out to somebody and I lashed out to them. I got pregnant at an early age, thinking that God was gonna take me away from it. When that didn't work, then I got married at an early age. You know, just just trying to fit in somewhere. And you gotta—that's what a lot of uh, of problems come on too, because people want to fit in. Um, It's just not with kids; it's adults too. You know what I'm saying? You want to fit in. You 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 don't you don't want to be the outcast. So, um, like I said, then when it came to the drugs and alcohol that helped me to forget about everything I had went through when I was in my mama's house, you know? So, but until you deal with the root, like I tell a lot of people, we don't get high and drunk for no reason. It's always a root to an issue. And so just like with the anger, it's a root to why them kids come out and act the way they do. You know what I'm saying?
3: That is so good. Everybody, you're listening to Blossom Rogers yes and and if you're listening, the number is three four seven two zero two zero three eight nine person number one to come into the castle and talk to um Miss Blossom uh, about her story i'm I'm going to end up the hot topic the hot topic today, y'all was children bullying. If your child is one of the ones out there bullying people, then you need to get that in check because one or two things are gonna happen. Either somebody's going to lash out at your child or your child's going to lash out at somebody. And either way, it's not going to be a good situation for you or your child. Nobody deserves to be picked on. Nobody deserves to be teased. Nobody deserves to be ousted. If we're supposed to grow in love and peace, then that's what we need to do. Everybody needs to learn to get along because at the end of the day, we all need each other. We are interdependent, not independent, but interdependent, meaning that we depend on each other in order to survive in this world. You cannot survive in this world by yourself. So it's very important that everyone, everyone from children on up, learn to get along. We're going to go to our first musical break. Um, Y'all, this is going to be like a really, 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 really good one right here This is some new music straight from Arkansas Uh, I'm really, really feeling a little rock This is Divided States of America This is by The Realest YK, featuring brother Mac and Jay It is dope, it is real It is is everything that I look for Y'all know Queen got all the music I got the ball So he let it go.
1: This is the division. Muslim versus Christian. Science versus religion. Education versus ignorance. Too stubborn to set aside our differences. Fathers against sons. Daughters against moms. Black against white. Wrong against right. With love out of the picture. Compromise out of sight. Only thing left is death versus life. Dear Lord, I finally get it now. I was stubborn as hell, and I admit it now. I was blinded by the money and the skirts, not knowing that I could have it all if I put you first. For real, no, no, I'm not perfect. To tell the truth, I don't know if I'm worth it. Three decades trying to figure my purpose. Thought I had friends, found out I had serpents. But we got bigger problems. Get at this country falling. Look how they did my brothers and sisters down in New Orleans. Chicago getting worse. They blame it on our color. One man come up as all the reason to kill each other. They put us on assistance and placed us in them fences. Made every zone gun free until we're all defenseless. Money
2: make a man deny his own heritage. It's embarrassing to divide the states of America. People dying every day. Children lost in heaven.
1: If you live within walls or success, if you ain't give it your all, or even willing to fall, imagine if Michael Jordan never picked up a ball. My people, we always wish more, want more. But our grandparents' generation always fought more for liberty and justice. That's what they sought for. Everybody claim they a soldier, but they don't want war. The government don't like to see our families living right. Turned us against each other. Started with women's rights. Ain't nothing wrong with independence. I ain't knocking that. But when you tell me you don't need a man, I ain't jocking that. Can they give our baby mama's handouts. Pay the rent feed the kids if they kick the man out. Cuss each other out While the neighbors Stare at us It's embarrassing The divided states Of America People dying Every day Children lost And have no way I pray to God That you're still With me And when Cause I'm willing to carry it Don't need a horse, I'll pull my own chariot I love this hip hop, but I'm not willing to marry it Ain't nothing wrong with stunting, but do you give back? Do you neglect to help the children where you live at? Do you teach them drugs or send them to the pen? A hanging with known fellas can get you a hundred years? Huh? The lawmakers laugh at us Cause we drop out of school soon as we learn Mathematics We just wanna count, should be counting our blessings. Cause soon as the days are counted, they gon' count it with weapons. And the kids are so lost, trying to be us. Nobody's bragging, education, we brag about re-ups. Sad to say, but I'm one of the guilty characters, and it's embarrassing the divided states of America. People
2: dying every day, children lost, and have no way.
3: Welcome back, y'all. Yes, who has the realest music? Nobody but Queen. Nobody but Queen is going to get the vault because you know what? I go out, talk to the artists, the artists talk to me. They love Queen, and Queen is going to do it the best. Soon we're going to have an artist showcase right here on Queen Stuff with Desire. We're going to show everybody how it's really supposed to be done. That was Divided States of America, The Realest YK, featuring Brother Matt and Jay. That's straight out of Little Rock, Arkansas. When I say that was some dope music, that was some dope music right there. Tonight we have the very amazing, very talented, insightful Miss Blossom Rogers. Girl, what
4: you talking about? (laughs)
3: <laughs> we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty With Ms. Blossom We're going to find out who she is Why she's here And, and what she's doing in the capital tonight So Blossom awesome. <laughs> From under a bridge Tell everybody what yep. that is and, and, and how you got that going
4: Well I give God all the glory Because if it wasn't for him I wouldn't be sitting here but for 19 years, I smoked crack cocaine. My habit was six to seven hundred dollars a day. Um, I tell everybody it's by the grace of God that I'm not in a nursing home, I'm not dead, and I'm not back in prison. Um, if it's God's will, next month on the fourth, I'll have 12 years clean. So, if they ever look at my pictures on Facebook, that's what my dreads represent. I haven't smoked no crack, (laughs) drunk no beer, or combed my hair in in almost 12 years. Um, That's amazing.
3: That's amazing. That is amazing. Because I tell everybody, I,
4: I, uh, uh, I, I liked it smoking crack. I just didn't like the consequences that came with it. And it's always and I want to listen, uh, the listeners to listen. If you have a family member that, that's on drugs or if it's something that you're going through, it's always a route to why we get high. You can live in the most prettiest house on the street, but if you got this big tree in your yard and every time you drive up that driveway, you always see the, the branches and the leaves in the yard. It makes the house look ugly. But if you get to the root of that tree and cut it down, then you'll have the most prettiest house. You're going to still have your problems, but you won't have all that uh, debris in your yard. And my root was being molested. Um, You know, like I said, I, I just turned 50 <laughs> years young in, in January, and uh, we couldn't talk about that kind of stuff coming up. Um, My stepfather, and to this day, I don't know, And we have to, uh, God has taught me how to give his secret back to him because i told told his secret for 19 years. And then God has taught me how to forgive because something had to have happened in order for him to inflict that on me. Because you just don't lay down at night and wake up and say, I want to molest a child. So that's the way that God has, has taught me to, so that I'll be able to live because 19 years is a long time I there. Um, so book one, that's what that talks about. My the molestation, my getting pregnant at an early age. I'm the mother of three sons, thirty-three, thirty, twenty-nine, and I have twelve grandbabies. So when I go to Florida, I go and play grandma, and I come on back to Alabama. That's when I moved here from North Miami, um, eight years ago. And when I moved here to Tuscaloosa, I was married, but, you know, we got a divorce due to love. And people say love, I said yeah, because we love talking to other women and brought another woman in my house. But by the grace of God, I didn't get high behind it because I used to get high when a bird got hit. And with us, with us addicts, we have to make sure that we stay maintained. We have to keep a positive, a positive thought at all times because we're going to have issues but we don't have to get high behind it. I tell my story in book one to help somebody else because somebody's going through what I went through. You know, God just didn't bring me out just to be bringing me out. We're going to be accountable if we didn't help somebody else on down the line. You know, you have so many people say, well, I made it out. they got to get out on their own. But my burning desire is to help as many people as I can because somebody helped me. So book two, uh, that tells you how I, uh, went to prison, mental institution, jails, rehab after rehab. My prison number is 589931. I have that number for the rest of my life. It's just not a functioning number. Um, and I just tell my story. I don't cuss or nothing like that. The way you hear me talk is the way the book reads because you know you have so many people that try to get so high-minded, you know, and so so above. But you got to remember. You' are gonna have to reach people on the level that they are on. So, like I said earlier, when I was going through them things in my house, I was I didn't come out of the house bullying people. I came out of the house making people laugh because I felt if you make if you make people laugh, they'll they'll want to stay around you. I just like I, said, I just want to fit see, see in. I want to uh, feel love, and I have to be careful of that to this day because sometimes you could be in a crowd. And you don't feel like you fit in. So remember, God don't want us to fit in with everybody because when he rises up, he don't want nobody to take credit for it. So I,
3: I'm learning. Oh, right. wait, yeah. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, wow. You just spoke I'm... to my spirit I'm... right there. Let me tell you, you I'm... really just spoke to my spirit. I'm, when you said I'm telling you. Be
4: everybody. I'm telling you. Not you not that's right. We we oh, wanna fit in so bad with this crowd and that crowd and, and yeah. hang out with this person yeah. and all that person. But we have to and I'm saying we because I'm preaching to myself too. Because when God has an assignment on our life, he we can't hang out with everybody, you know what I'm saying? Um and I'm finding that out each and every day because you know, you'd be like, Okay, well this person trying to do this, let's let's see if we could tag team and move something. But one thing, I've, and I've always, when I was out there in the streets, I hate to be around people who saying they fit to do something. I that I despise that because life too short to be talking about. I'm fitting to do this. I'm fitting to do that. So either you gonna barbecue a meal, doing what I mean by that. Well, you know when you barbecue, you are putting something, some uh, coal and something on the grill, and you gonna put some meat and y'all gonna eat. You know what I'm saying? But right, you going, do, going do, is that a thing? But I'm saying to the listeners and I'm saying it to myself, we have to be careful who we're trying to twine up with because God don't want us to be with each and everybody. Because you know and I know, some people, when they do something for you, they talk about, well, if it weren't for me, she wouldn't have this or she wouldn't have that. Exactly. So that's why he doesn't
3: want us. He don't want the eagles with the chickens. <laughs> yeah, you're so, going to for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, yeah I, I, let me tell you. You're really speaking to me right now. You're really talking to me right now because, goodness, tell- gracious, as human beings, all we want is to be loved. Yeah, that's oh, it, God.
4: and that's that, that's, that's it loved? that comes with 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 uh with and and I in my book I'll talk about and I, God has been using me really really strong to speak about uh one issue that he that he delivered me from because by me having my uh, my childhood snack from me uh, or having that fatherly love snack from me. Cause I, when, you know, like I see on TV how the dad, the little girl sitting the dad slapping, she's talking to her dad. Well, my first thought is get out here flap slap because he's going to touch you. So that was snack from me as a child. So you want people to embrace you, and God had to deliver me from the homosexual spirit because I had been molested and beat by so many men that I thought going with a woman was better, you know, but mm-hmm. he has me speaking now to let people know we're not born like that. You know, the the world is trying to tell us you're, you're born like that. That's not true. That's a, a choice of life that we choose to live. And because that woman was able to, I thought, to give me what I needed at the time, that's why I felt in love with her the way I did. But it was God that had to take that from me. You know what I'm saying? Because it, there we go. We want to try to fit in with everybody and everything. When I seen it going on, I thought, okay, well, this is natural. Everybody looks so happy, but everybody's not happy. You know what I'm saying? We know how to put on good makeup and, and lipstick and everything, but hurting deep down inside. Once we fix the inside, you can look I don't know what on the outside, but if your inside is, is happy, that's all that matters, and that's the way I'm trying to get. You know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect. God knows None I'm not.
3: Of None of us but, are. None of us are that. Yeah. But
4: know. just knowing that because, like I said, for 19 for years I smoked crack. But look at God. God has blessed me when my third book just came out. Two weeks ago, and and the title of that one is called "And They Laugh," because we got so many people that laugh at us when we're going through something. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I heard I remember when I was out in the streets and how they double teamed me and the people. One was beating me in the back, one was one kicked me and one spit on me. And I remember seeing the people when they was laughing at me. You know what I'm saying? Or when um, I went through the divorce. You know, since I've been here, how people laugh, but. Look at God. I mean, back in the days, I wouldn't sold your TV and my TV and everybody else's TV, but look at God. God has blessed me, I have my own TV talk show now. You know, that ain't nobody mm-hmm. but God.
3: But exactly.
4: We that that means sometimes you're going to have to stand out by yourself. Everybody's not going to be. Queen, everybody's not happy that you got a radio station and you got so many listening But everybody's not know. happy.
3: So honey, but, I could tell you, I can I can name a few. <laughs> I that I that pretend but, to, to love Queen and pretend to to be there for me, but then when things get difficult and things get hard, then you stand up. You know them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. So like I said, uh and it, it, it is a blessing to be and the more God uses me to talk, the more healing it is. It's nothing good, it's not I mean just to be able to talk. And we have to be careful who we talking to because uh, everybody ain't on our side, like, you know what I'm saying? So, but he'll show you. And the sad part is, sometimes when he show up, stuff we we'll be like, no, I ain't see that, no, I ain't see that. But my grandmama said, you keep letting that puppy lick you, a bitch is gonna bite you. So we got to, we got to straighten let me do something right. But like yeah. I say, you know, yeah. like um, with the 19 years, and then like I said, um, when I I try to get clean and sober for my kids. For my mom, for my church, and I tell everybody I was an unfit mother. I maybe I didn't sexually abuse them, I didn't physically abuse them, but mentally I put my boys through a lot. But by the grace of God, when God gave me a year clean, I was able to call each one of my soldiers. I call them my soldiers, and I apologize for everything I had said and done. You know what I'm saying? Because them boys didn't want to hear or see their mama out there in the streets. So now when I go around my children, they' glad to see me. They they let me stay in their house because I wasn't fit to be trusted, you know. Um, and how I ended up a, up under the bridge, being nasty to people. We whatever we sow, we it shall we shall reap it. And I was a na- I was a nasty drunk. I was a nasty crackhead. Um, I didn't because I was scared of them, but that was just a yes. I was on crack was so bad. If the dope boy would have said sleep with Lassie, I would have slept with Lassie. You know, you have a lot of people talking about, oh, I, I didn't do it that bad. Yes, I was out there. If you looked up in the dictionary, it said crackhead, and they had my name in my picture. That's how bad I was on it. um But nobody, and I think I was trying to defend and prove, and I think we get caught up in that too a lot, trying to defend and prove stuff to people. But Fine. for 19 years, I tried to defend and prove, and nobody still didn't believe me. They still said, yeah, I was lying. They said it was my fault. You know what I'm saying? So that made me go and get higher and higher. And we chasing that high that we'll never get again, just like our bare first love. We'd be trying to put a piece of Bubba, a piece of Leroy, a piece of Steve, and then we end up with a Frankenstein trying to create that bare first love. And that's what we'd be chasing is that bare first call. So um, I, I went to prison, and my brother died while I was in prison. Um, and I'm speaking to anybody who's uh, been locked up and lost loved ones. Don't allow that grievous spirit to take over because that took over. I grieved my brother years and years after he had died, you know. Um, yeah. Like I said, I just had to. And if you don't want it for yourself, you're not going to do it for nobody else. You know what I'm saying? I I, I I, I do it for Blossom now. I, I do it because I like to look in the mirror at somebody. I looked in the mirror back in the days and I was looking at I, did, I couldn't even recognize myself. In book two, I have pictures of myself when I was on crack and be, had got arrested. One of my partners back home, she worked as a correction officer, so she was able to get pictures of me. And I post them on Facebook just to remind my remind myself of, this is where God brought me from. I actually right. have uh, shirt, shoes, in the pocketbook, the night that God called me out that crack house um, almost 12 years ago, I was sitting there smoking crack, and, uh, you know, we try to serve two masses and you can't do it. And I was hmm. sitting in Daytona Beach, Florida, and I had a piece of paper in my purse and a pencil, and I started writing God a letter. And I still was smoking crack, and people were like, how could you do that? And and right, God, one thing, I don't care what we're doing, God is still master over everything. So, and I had $200 worth of crack. I wouldn't have been sober with no $200 worth of crack. And I'm just telling you the truth. So I would take a hit and right, God, take a hit. And then the girl's house that I was in, I said, when you see me again, I'll be clean and sober. Unfortunately, she died. so she didn't get sitting clean. But I remember writing that letter to God and just saying how tired I was. And you know how you could be so sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's just like with a relationship. You have been in a relationship where you know it's not going away. It might take you some time to get out of it. But eventually you you we pray to God you come out of it. And that night, Bye. that last that last word I put on that piece of paper, I put that stem down. Put the purse on my shoulder and I walked out of that crack house and I checked myself into a mental hospital and I told them I said, Y'all don't let me go until you find me somewhere and um they found me a place down in Miami and I we have to change our people places and things. Not just for drugs, but when God is trying to elevate you. You can't hang the, the eagles can't hang around with the chickens. You know what I'm saying? So you you you've got to change your you got to change your environment. Uh, and we try to bring everybody with us. That's what happened with Abraham when with, with Lot. He wasn't supposed to take Lot with him. Every time he turned around, there was a lot of problems going on. Sometimes we're going to just have to let people stay fall to the wayside. It's not that we're being mean. If they can't push you to your destiny, don't let them pull you from your destiny. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just I, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I, I still still God still got a lot more work to do with me. I'm not perfect, but the God I serve is perfect. And I want—it's two things that I'm scared of. I'll fight morning, noon, and night. But two things: to die and have never lived, and to ever be homeless again. Then the two things. So I—that's why I don't. Uh, right. I, I have some—I have some friends that can, you know, drink and and put it down. I'm a, I'm an alcoholic. If I drink a wine cooler, that's gonna lead me. To beer, then it's gonna lead me to crack cocaine, and then I'm not gonna fulfill my destiny. So we know what we can and we can't do. You know what I'm saying? We know who's good for us and who's not. And I'm just telling, reaching out and telling somebody: just stand still and know who God is. Know that God got a, a plan for your life. We all have a purpose. We all have a gift. Your gift might not, your gift might be different from mine. Find out what you are good at I like to laugh I like to uh, talk So when God bless me to, I'm a motivational speaker So I always let people know Two things I'm going to pray first And I'm going to let you know it's okay to laugh Because I know you're laughing with me And not at me So Bye. when you know what size shoe you can wear Nobody else can't come and tell you uh, To put on a size 11 And you know you wear size 8 You know that you know that you know and that's why I like your personality from day one when I met you that day. You're a very confident woman. You, you walked in that room with your head back and your shoulders square, and you knew you were somebody. And that's the kind of attitude that people are supposed to have. So I give you your flowers while you're alive. I'm very proud of you, and don't you let nobody stop you from doing what God has called you to do.
3: Thank you so much, y'all. If y'all listening, y'all listen to Blossom Rogers. The number is three four seven two zero two zero three eight nine. We're gonna go ahead and take a music break. Um, uh, we're gonna have Coney. Um, this is uh, one of a very special piece uh that he put together um about domestic violence, um, and things that are occurring in the world. So this is um Mark Coney um, out of New Jersey. So, um uh, let's let's hear what he talk about.
0: Uh, uh, we all bleed through the same vein Let's stop the domestic violence man. Uh, uh, No more harm Now tell me, why do you say you love me? One minute you're here and the next minute you're walking out calling me ugly Now tell me, why do you tell me that you hate my weight? And every time that we go out you tell me that I don't have to finish everything that's on my plate But it's you that I choose Through all the emotional and verbal abuse See, from day one I knew you was abusive From the first moment that we got into it Look, and our arguments turn into fights A couple wrongs can never be right Cause I fall asleep with tears falling down my eyes each night Look, because I know it's you that I love despite The scars that you leave on my arms Even though I know I'm by staying with you I leave myself in this loving heart See, but I know we'll get through this storm Because look, we face bigger storms Been into this for too long. Look, now tell me, please love me, please. I'm I'm starved, I'm starved. Starved. begging and crying, next to her explain story, he wraps both hands around her neck, she slowly turns red, he's been drinking, he's barely thinking, she thinks that she's slowly thinking, like, look, a couple minutes later, the bricks get tighter, she dies, there's no one like her side, nobody knows the house and wind so they call it suicide, the pressure of this love got the best of her, only inside you can see what she really hides and she just hoped that she hold me down.
3: Welcome back, everybody, to Queen Size with Giselle. Um, that was Coney straight out of New Jersey, y'all. Uh, that was his domestic bottom piece. Check him out on 97.1 FM um, in the New Jersey area. Um, he is really expounding, so I'm really glad to have him um, on Queen Size. He's actually been on three shows with me, so wherever I go, he goes with me Um we have the amazing Brockham rogers um on the line um with us who she's telling us her story um uh, brockham you you put you pull it out and tell it you know
4: what it's a it's a blessing you know because you know people we don't realize people going through something you know what I'm saying mm, Everybody trying to pick at this person for every I mean, if a kind word or a, or a smile, you know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, you know, God bless me. I had the talk show, and then on this side, I had the board, and then God bless me. You, you know, I'm, I'm, he's opened up. I'm doing this speaking, and I just went through a situation where my house is gone, but God blessed it with, with another place to stay today, you know. And I'm sharing my testimony, to let people know. We all going through something, but we don't have to be negative about it. My house, my very first house that I bought was buying when, since I came into recovery. It's gone to foreclosure, but I know God got something better for me, and I didn't go get high behind it. So, girl, I used to get high a bird got hit. Bird got hit. Let's go get high. But today, to go back up under that bridge, God brought me from under the bridge to drive over the bridge to my dreams. You know, and God just blessed me where um I got a movie deal offer, you know, and and that's a blessing. Who would have thought when I, 12 years ago, when I was up under that bridge, I mean, in that back seat of that car, that God would use my life and then they're going to make a movie out of it? That's nobody but God. So I'm
3: just telling people just about cur- the movie. Tell us about the uh, movie that, um, Girl,
4: okay. we, Where can we girl, baby. Um, God is good. Elijah Wells filmed, um, out of Miami, is doing the movie. Um, it's um from the book, book one and two. Um, so June the twenty fourth, we'll be leaving to go down back down to Miami. We'll start open casting for the movie. And I, they told me they said, when you gonna play your part." I was like, "Well, yeah, you know, I had I got all." I had a big chest. I said, "Yeah." They said, "Well, you know, you got an audition." I was like, "Well, who can play Blossom better than I can?" But God be the glory. We got a couple of players it's gonna be trying out for the part. But they did tell me that at the end of the movie, I can come on. So I said, "Okay, well, I'm God be the good. But um, it's from the From Under a Bridge is being made to a movie, and uh, you know, there ain't nobody but God who did that. So That's like I said, right. then with the with the talk show, um, it comes on every Saturday night out of Tupelo, Mississippi, WEPH, town 49. It comes on at 1030. And it just showed where God has allowed me to bring people on that's been through something and sharing their testimony. You know, because you have somebody talking about making it seem like they're doing so well because they got all these name brands, this and they name brands that, but they're hurting inside. We got a lot of people that are hurting. I don't care if you just walk up to somebody and say, oh, girl, and I don't know what the problem is like I said, when I met you and I call a little mom, when y'all walked into that place that Saturday, I said, mm, look looking now, them girls know who they are. And it's nothing wrong with telling another female you look good. You that's, it's nothing wrong with that. You know, if give I mean, it's not gonna take nothing from you to give somebody their props. It's not. You know, it's you got so much of jealousy going on. But I just wanna say it again. I am so proud of you, little mama. I call little mama. Y'all continue to keep on pressing because the blessing is in the pressing. And hold your head up high because God got so much in store for y'all. Because y'all know who y'all are and who y'all belong to. Y'all know God is first. And you don't, the way y'all walked in, and I'm not trying to put you on a pedestal or nothing, but I've seen the confidence in y'all. You know what I'm saying? You wasn't slumped over or, or, or looking crazy or rolling your eyes at nobody. Y'all was now from table to table introducing yourself, and that, that's, a, that's a strong-minded person. So, like I said, I learned from y'all that day, and I'm, I'm learning from you tonight that, you know, you can do and you can be whatever God said you can, because we don't have so many People tell us we couldn't do this. We can't do that. If I would have listened to people six years ago when they was telling me don't do the book, girl, don't they? are going to laugh about you. But if I had listened to them people six years ago, I wouldn't be sitting here with a movie deal. You know what I'm saying? So just right. why you have to be careful who's whispering in your ear. Is it is it good or is it bad? You know what I'm saying? So I just I'm just encouraging all the listeners just stand still, and know who God is, and. Whatever your desire is, the heart, God will give it to you. I wouldn't care if you're the best eyebrow draw. Be the best at that. Don't try to fit somebody else's uh, uh, talent because it's not going to work. Like with David and Saul, he tried to put on David's, I mean, David tried to put on Saul's, uh, you know, suit. But it it was all awkward and everything. I can't do what you can do. Jazz, and you can't do what I can do, but we can do something together, you know what I'm saying? So right. that's what it's about just loving one another. I can say, Love one another,
3: that's right. If you had, um, for our last little closing piece, Blossom, if you had anything to say to somebody that is right now they're at that point where you are and they're listening to this, what would you say to them? Talk to them. Right now for the next uh, two minutes Talk to them and tell them What you want them to know Because you've been where they are
4: um, Don't give up Dreaming uh, God blesses me to close the show out With Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It don't matter what it's How it started It matters how it ends And like with me That night in that crack house Get your piece of paper, a pencil Start writing God a love letter Write yourself a love letter Because first, if you don't love you, nobody else is not going to love you. And just continue to keep, if God delivered me from smoking crack, $600 a day, and today I like to, today he's teaching me how to pay bills, he can do the same thing with you. Don't let nobody stop you from dreaming. Everybody got some kind of dream and they can come true.
3: Thank you so much for coming on Queen Size with Giselle. You are welcome anytime. You tell me all the time you're so proud of me, but I am so inspired and so proud of you. Thank you, Blossom. Amen. Y'all, that was um, Blossom Rogers um, straight (laughs) right here in Alabama. Right here, um, encouraging people encouraging people to get their lives together. I before we close it, it was a, this was like the hardest show for me to do tonight. I don't think I've had a show harder than this one for me to try to hold it in the road. So I'm going to end on this note. Gonna speak for my heart. When you have people in your life that you say that you love and that you care about, and they are going through something like if it's a a drug addiction, alcohol, some sort of mental breakdown, mental lapse, you have got to know that they're going to be off a lot. They're going to be really out of their mind. They really are going to do things that are not like them. They're going to do things that are vile and unsavory. They're going to do things that's going to hurt you. But the love that you have inside of you should be so much that it should never be a point turning turn them away because when you turn them away, you may be turning them away to something that may kill them, not just physically kill them, but mentally and spiritually kill them. It is very difficult to go through a situation where you have someone that is taking you all the way down through there. That's a hard thing to go through because I've been on both sides of that coin. But you have to find balance and you have to find a medium where you're able to exude that love that you have in you. You have to find it from some place, and you have to show that person that, hey, I'm still here for you, I still care for you, and I'm not going to just leave you alone. This is a very, very lonely road that we lead on this thing called industry, entertainment. It is a very lonely road. And when I say that this has been the most difficult show for me to do, it really has because there's a lot that's occurring. There's a lot of success that is in the balance. There are a lot of people that are being removed. Um, and there are a lot of people being added at the same time. I do want to make the announcement um of my new family, uh, Hot Talk Radio. Uh, I am employed by them as of tonight. I got my approval letter, uh, all of that. Um, I am super excited um, to be working with the YET program. Um, Shout-out to John. Shout-out to Queen Venus. Shout-out to to everybody at Hot Talk Radio. I'm still going to be here on the spot doing my thing here because y'all are my family too. Um but, you know, it's it's just so much room for growth. There's so many things to be doing. Um this weekend, if you're in Atlanta, make sure that you hit me up, inbox me, um, Giselle Queen Size Barbie. Snapchat me, I am two queen. Um, Instagram me, I am two queen. That's I am the number two queen. I will be in Atlanta this weekend. Um, the formation is going down. Ball shoot. Um, your girl's gonna be on B Magazine. Uh, I have so many things ahead. Uh, we're gonna start shooting uh, real tea. T V that T V show is gonna start we're gonna start doing like the pre um the preview shooting and stuff like that, um this Sunday. So, uh if you're in Atlanta make sure you hit me up. I'm gonna be connecting with a few people. Shout out to KP. I love you, baby, 'cause you you never have left me. You've always been there for me and I'm always be there for you. Um <laughs> it's like so so many so many projects, so many things going on. But that's why right, y'all. I'm here. I'm here to stay. We're gonna add on to the millions. Queen gonna bring some more and some more and some more and some more. But y'all check me out on other videos and other things I got going on. Um, tonight's been pretty smooth. Tonight's been smooth, y'all. You know, I've been transitioning from that two to that one hour. So I think I've been doing pretty good. Uh, shout out to City J. Appreciate you for everything you have done for me. Um, and things that you continue to do. Our work relationship is absolutely amazing and awesome. We work good together. I appreciate you um, so, so much. We got so much more work to do. Um, y'all, Any Women in Radio, if you're out there, hit me up because I got a special show. My birthday at the end of the month, and I don't know what I'm going to be doing. Most likely I'll be in Atlanta um, cause I got some friends, I got some stuff they want to do for me, but, um, I don't know what I'm going to be doing, but I do want to get this show in before my birthday, um, which is Memorial Day, actually on Memorial Day. I want to get that in and I want you guys to, you know, check me out, follow me, um, Keep sending me the music, y'all. The artists love me. We are going to do an artist showcase right here on Queenside with Giselle. Not only we're going to do it here, we're going to do it some other places too because I need to really show you how the show showcase is supposed to be done. I need to show you real artists independent artists, artists that have music, that have something to say. It's so many artists that have hit me up. I go out, I network, I talk, I travel, I go from state to state. Um, tonight you just heard two phenomenal artists. Every show we have good artists on our show. We don't have no bad music queen, don't play bad music. Um, we have something, a little something for everybody, but we're going to show y'all how it's supposed to be done out there, so artists. That you, that's already in my box. I already got you in the vault. I got like over 100 songs. I'm just sending them steady one at a time. <laughs> Every week is something different. You never hear the same thing on our show. You never will because it's so much rotation. It's so much love that I'm being given out there in the streets, and I appreciate you from the streets to the corporate office. Everybody, they they are on the queen sides with Giselle. And I'm gonna to continue to love you all, Houston. So having said that, either you're gonna join the movement or you're gonna watch the parade. It's a hostile takeover coming in your city. Good night, y'all.
2: What's up, y'all? You tuned in, uh-huh. The Queenside, yeah. With your host, who? Giselle, uh huh. The queen better know it. Hey, you're now rocking with Giselle the queen. Got yeah. the wisdom of the elders, still connects with the team. Uh-huh. Watch her keep the attention of everyone else in between. Easy to say, hey, she's doing a thing. Better believe it, baby. going gon' make you feel loved if you're all alone. Uh-huh. If you wanna ask a question, dial her up on the phone. Okay. All the men they respect her, all the females dreams. to be a woman just like her. She's Giselle the queen. Talk about it. She's all about the community. And all she wants to do is see a little unity She's trying to make a better world out there for you and me And this is how I reply when they ask me who is she Giselle
3: Giselle
2: The
0: Queen
2: You're now rocking with the best huh?
0: Giselle The Queen